0: Resistance, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. We have a part of some matches.
1: Here's how we practice. The last conversation.
0: David Jason. Hey, everybody. God damn it, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Welcome to Vomit on Parade. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh,. Welcome to the Pop Culture Continuum with John Elliott. And uh, also, <laughs> and our special guest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess that was Laura Bagnato um, <laughs> who, was, who was coughing down some. Uh, some pot i'm guessing <laughs> apparently neil egan is uh giving somebody a blowjob. it was harmless
2: oh. tobacco okay, <laughs> no, okay.
0: Uh, look we've already offended neil this is over <laughs> just as i planned
2: yeah someone's gonna get i almost said giggle someone's going to google <laughs> neil's name for you a just job.
0: invented the new <laughs> internet <laughs> phenomenon of giggle
2: <laughs> cease and desist
0: It'll just be uh things that that French people find funny.
2: It makes them giggle.
0: <laughs> that was stupid as shit. I can't this has already gone off to the worst <laughs> start ever, but uh, introduce Yay. yourselves for real, guests. Sorry.
2: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> this is Neil Egan. Hello.
2: Yeah. And this is Laura Bagnato.
0: Returning guests.
2: Yay. Welcome.
0: We're back. And uh our favorite guest, we should say. Yeah. That's right in your face other guests
2: especially michael morris
0: <laughs> well he made a point of, of saying how he was the favorite guest on the last one we recorded <laughs> so
2: he just has so much spare time that he's been able to be on much more often than us people with busy active lifestyles <laughs> sure
3: yeah he does do you guys do you guys also have uh, terrible things to say about maya
0: mia Mia, I'm sorry. No, I already
3: said a terrible thing about it. I think you just topped it. Yeah. I know. Just Don't
1: even know who she is. That was
2: the slickest way to insult someone is to just slightly mispronounce their name.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk shit about Mia a little bit later. But we should get into the uh the theme of the show, which was Pat. Uh the burbs versus the stupids. And I have I don't really know why we arrived at this. Um I, I do. I remember if I mean, we we cooked this up on a on a
4: BART train ride uh, back from seeing Cabin Boy uh for
0: SF Sketchfest. Yes, with Chris Elliott in attendance. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh but I don't really know why we thought these two movies went together. That is a mystery. I I don't remember.
2: <laughs> they're both suburban and they're both yeah. The something.
4: <laughs> good good point. Good point.
2: You, you know what, though? It wasn't when we saw Cabin Boy. It was when we saw Slip Nuts. Oh, right. And I had a terrible flu. <laughs> so <laughs> I will blame the flu for me agreeing <laughs> to do this in the first
3: place. <laughs> you know, I just funny. assumed
4: it was the Tom connection.
2: I guess not. <laughs> oh, oh, Tom yeah. Hanks,
4: Tom Arnold. Yeah, well, what's surprising is, I think why why it appealed to us is after talking about one of them, I honestly I had, have no idea why the stupids came up, but I think... <laughs> We are talking about weird movies or something. Okay, I've lost it. I don't remember.
2: Yeah. It was so probably... Let's just say suburbs. <laughs>
0: yep.
4: Suburbs, fine.
0: Well, we are probably talking about going to the cabin boy thing mm-hmm. and weird movies that people don't seem to like and I brought up the Yes. Thing.
4: That was, I think that was the thread because, right, yeah, because uh, movies that are almost universally hated but have a redeeming good thing about them.
2: Yeah, a a cult following, I guess. Mm
0: -hmm. And then was that what made you think of the burbs, Laura, or was it the flu?
2: I don't know, I actually I tried to watch the Burbs once before this, and I turned it off for whatever reason and then when I watched it this time, I remembered why I turned it off
3: <laughs> now, I don't feel so bad about disliking the burbs
2: oh my god yeah. it was I th- it was
3: i i it was better than I expected, but it was not a great movie
4: you guys, I literally just finished watching it like two seconds before we logged <laughs> on here
3: that's yeah. perfect so you'll know every every
4: scene by heart <sighs> yeah no <laughs> well the problem is i fell asleep the first time i tried to
0: watch
1: it <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this. I,
0: I was falling asleep too watching it i watched them both yeah. today yeah i was falling asleep and uh viv right. viv full-on fell asleep yeah
2: so.
3: yeah you
0: <laughs> get, was, well it's not really fair that she had to watch it
3: over. yeah
2: <laughs> I couldn't fall asleep because I was too, like, enraged the entire time. <laughs> the reason I hated it so much is because of the neighbor art. Like, anything that has someone that just, like, rudely ins- yeah. inserts themselves into everything and no one just tells them to leave. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what is wrong with you people? Like, get this guy out of your house. It was like, funny, your life because <laughs> I was
4: thinking about that very character today as I was, like, doing a little reading about these two movies and – that is such a weirdly unique, like, late 80s, early 90s type of trope of, like, the, the sort of bumbling, ugly, annoying neighbor who just for some reason is there and everyone puts up with them.
2: Yeah, why put up with that person? I just feel like no one I know would put up with them. No one right. my age would <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. Right. I don't know.
0: And the actor is either really good or the actor is just a big old dick in real life and he's playing himself.
3: Well, I've never <laughs> seen him in anything else, so I'm going with uh, option B. He's
0: got
4: I, – I looked into him because I was really
0: like intrigued about this
4: <laughs> type of thing. This guy, uh, the actor who plays that character of art, um, he, uh, he's in, he's he got a, a couple of appearances in some other movies, like a memorable cameo or like character part. But nothing like this is like he's starring in a a big budget Hollywood movie with Tom Hanks. Yeah, With Tom Hanks. Yeah, exactly. And it has like very little stage appeal or I mean, screen appeal or whatever. And and it is it just it felt normal at that time. It just felt
0: like, yeah, that's what you accept. Well, we should backtrack because, you know, people will get all up in arms if we don't tell them what the movie is actually about. Okay. So does anybody want to... You're
2: three fans. <laughs>
0: yeah. Does anybody want to uh, try to explain the basic synopsis of this?
2: Um, yeah, people are bored it's a, a suburban street it's it's the summertime or it's like spring break or something like that and so everybody's home and there are different kind of like types of neighbors that are all like tending their lawns and you get to know everybody but then there's these new neighbors that move into this haunted looking house in the neighborhood that's fallen into disrepair and everybody's constantly watching them to see what they're doing and who they are and it becomes It's it
4: kind, of, kind of becomes like a Almost like a murder mystery, like a stage play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they want to figure out what's going on in these secretive new neighbors' house, and they they all have their theories that they're killing people in there and whatever.
4: It's yeah. a little rear windowy, but like much more
0: goofy. Yeah,
2: that's. I think that that's a good good description of it. It's it's a
0: good description although I'm sure Hitchcock would not appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Comparison. Oh my god. Yeah. It's
4: <laughs> Well, I think it's funny because uh, you know, obviously we're going to concentrate on talking about the burbs first, but I think we're all hating on the burbs and I feel like there's going to be some real love for the stupids by comparison just because no one's saying anything about the stupids. Yeah. But I but I think as a film, it's it's more well conceived and well crafted. It's just that it's a more mm-hmm. stupid movie. That's just really more well well done and well executed. What, but, do uh, you
2: do you mean the Burbs is the Burbs more is, is
4: more professionally and yeah. sort of holistically a betterly mm-hmm. better made movie yeah. than the Stupids. Yes. Uh, but I, the I end result is just a lot less, a lot more distasteful. I think.
3: I yeah. think going in, you're going to give Tom Arnold a lot more leeway than you're give Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, well, the expectations
0: are so much lower.
3: Yes, exactly.
0: Does anybody know if this was uh, before or after Joe versus the Volcano? I believe it was it after. just
4: after and before. No, I think it's before. I, really? I specifically wanted to figure out the Tom Hanks timeline here. It is. Uh, it is. Bef- Wait, I have it. Where did it go? Oh, it's okay. It's two films. So it's it goes uh, he did Big in '88. Okay. And then he did Punchline. Then he did The Burbs in '89. Okay. Then Turner and Hooch. Then Joe versus the Volcano.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say for sure Turner and Hooch and, the, and Joe versus the Volcano are both much better movies than this. Do you think I don't- so? I think I, so. I, I don't know about Turner versus, uh, Turner and Hoots, but I know Joe versus Turner versus Hoots would be. A better <laughs> <Turner movie. laughs> I would watch <laughs> that. Yes. But uh, this was pretty bad, and I remember loving Joe versus the volcano, being the only person that loved it. So
2: yeah, I loved I, it too. I
1: actually. hated it. Yeah, you
4: remember almost a thing about it, but I remember at the time everyone hating on it yeah, and me and, and me kind of enjoying the silliness of it. I, don't know. I
2: liked the shopping spree that he got to go on when he thought he was dying. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Gee, I wonder why you gravitate to that particular
2: <laughs> It seemed great. I love girls like
0: be shopping
2: <laughs> Girls do be Shopping. It's true.
0: And pussy poppin', I might add. Oh wow, okay. Well that was a song that we passed around mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm,
3: for a bit. Mm-hmm. You pass oh. it. <laughs> I thought that was a Turner vs. Hooch reference. Turner
4: versus Hooch, <laughs> yeah.
2: I also like if you switch them around and then it's Joe and the volcano and it's like a buddy comedy <laughs> <laughs>
3: with the volcano. The volcano
0: is played by Don Rickles, of course. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks made some real misstabs. Mm. <laughs> Very simple rewrites would have made these.
2: I also want to point out, um, since we're talking about what like a relatively like bigger budget the burbs had that it was a hit. It was actually a hit movie. That was one thing I did look at what was uh yeah. how much it made. It it actually like made a lot of money considering it whereas the stupids did it was like did not make any money. It, it was well, like budget read, was ten million and then it made like two million
4: dollars. It's like a cabin boy kind of <laughs> failure. Like just
0: everything's wrong with it from the start.
2: Yeah. Well
0: it was a it was a plotting boring, unfunny movie. So it, it's. I mean, I guess word of mouth got out. It was probably not that expensive to make, right? I, uh, I wait, which which up. one are we talking about? The burbs. Uh, the burbs. Yeah. I, I think most of the
3: budget of for the burbs went into paying for Corey Feldman's appearance. <laughs>
0: could be.
2: That was awesome. He was my yeah, second. He was no, he wasn't my second favorite. But my favorite character was um, the wife of the like Vietnam vet guy. Because I was obsessed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I was obsessed with her. Like like over the top kind of like cliche, kind of late fifties bombshell outfits that she's like gardening in these like tiny like halter top and yeah. hot short sets the with weird like, Hair. triangle
4: between her of of like her character the army soldier played by bruce dern and then the cory feldman like guy admiring her from across the street is such <laughs> a her. weird dynamic
3: and that's definitely an 80s t- kind yes. of character the hot neighbor yes, the yes. i love like the hot neighbor
2: at. and i love that um that bruce dern calls him a meatball <laughs> <He's>
4: <laughs> exactly. like, just getting ev- all your bases covered yeah. all your 80s like vibe going
3: I like the political commentary by naming him Rumsfeld.
4: <laughs> Rumsfeld.
3: Oh, uh, sorry. But close enough. I mean they were predicting the future, so you have to yeah, go. Yeah, they and... were
0: they were going off Nostradamus predictions. You know he's gonna get a letter <laughs> off here or there. Yeah. <laughs> well I, I actually thought the the bombshell neighbor did a good job as an actress mm-hmm. in yeah. the I mean, role. I mean it was a very, very limited role, but I thought she yeah. did all she could with it.
4: I I mean I I won't maybe go so far as to say like I loved her character performance but it was entertaining (laughs) as a kind of a silly throwaway thing I I don't know I was kind of bothered by her like I felt like that character and and Bruce Dern's character were too over the top of all of the different people in the neighborhood because while it's a stupid uh kind of like cartoonish movie mm-hmm. i it did make me think back to my childhood and the st- the crazy people in your neighborhood growing up or whatever, yeah. and the the sort of mythology that you signed to all of these people, like well, my family, we all had nicknames for every house within view of <laughs> ours on our street, and we nicknamed them and assigned them. Weird backstories and all this stuff. So it was very, that's very familiar. Did you grow up with Michael Morris? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, but that, uh, is that something that he, oh, I
0: would think he would have catty names for people in his neighborhood, but, oh, well, he probably still does.
2: I feel so. My family's like, I mean, I, we never had like weird, weird nicknames for people, but we definitely had like weirdo neighbors. Like my neighbor (laughs) across the street was this kind of like, Dirty old man-ish guy that like never he didn't really left the house leave the house except to go to Studebakers, which was like um, kind of a strip mall bar that and like he had pictures. He was such a regular, he had his entire basement was covered in photographs he took of like the hot young women that would go to <laughs> Studebakers and he would just Bring video cameras there, and wait, and wait, just wait, like, wait. Seems <laughs> like if
4: the, wait, if how do you know all this, Laura? Just
2: get an air hockey table. <laughs> <So>.
4: <laughs> he would lure you in no. to, the, to his basement. I,
2: he's not interested in my ten-year-old self. No, my mom would go over oh, okay. me and stuff okay. like that. I wasn't like, yay, okay. lollipops. No. <laughs> 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 yeah.
4: We had we had neighbors across the street from. I I can remember some of the nicknames we had. One of them, <laughs> there's are the house across the street to the right. Was the night mowers because the guy <laughs> at that house would wait till after dusk to mow. mow his lawn every single night of the summer, and uh, it was like clockwork. And yeah, you know, you'd be eating dinner, you'd hear the lawnmower firing up. My dad would be like, "There goes night mower." Okay. <laughs>
2: That sounds like a good um I think Nightmower is a good movie.
3: It's maybe a better <laughs> It could movie, totally be on the same
0: with shelf with the yeah. herbs. Yeah. I think it could night... be a
3: sequel to Lawnmower Man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think is <laughs> basically a nicer euphemism for meth addict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. From the sound of it.
2: Or it could uh, be like Night Rider. <laughs> like K N I G H T <laughs> mower where <laughs> <laughs>
3: Michael, this is Zoysa Grass. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> Are you doing the voice for the the sentient lawnmower? For night the best I
3: could do.
0: Good. <sighs> I had a hell's angel neighbor who um, he was like our upstairs neighbor when I lived in this apartment. I was young, probably like five, and his name was Owl, but I called him. I thought his name was Owl, like the bird. <laughs> <laughs> So I I called him Owl, uh, but (laughs) he would would always show me his Playboys and stuff. He's like, yeah, go look at him. And uh, I remember one time he had a crab that he was going to make for dinner, and he was showing me the crab. And he was like, look, there's his asshole. (laughs) (laughs) That was my memory of Owl. (laughs) He wasn't nearly as creepy as I'm making him sound. Who points out
4: the anus on a crab to a young <laughs> kid after showing his Playboy. Yeah,
2: that's much worse than mine. That's great.
0: <laughs> and he's a fan of the show. <laughs> Hi, Owl.
2: Shout out to Owl. <laughs> well, this is
0: all more entertaining than the burbs,
2: I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of my puppet. favorite parts. I think like the old guy with the dog I loved, even though he wasn't in the movie, barely at all.
4: Oh, and here's a question. Was that the same actor that plays... Uh, the bartender on um uh Great I mean Northern
0: Exposure. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think so. I didn't recognize okay. him. Because right.
3: It's eighty nine. He looked really old and the guy, that guy on Northern Exposure is is still
0: alive. He's so mm. I I would okay. say no. Okay.
2: Yeah. Let's see. I ha I'm on his page right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I liked well you guys Oh my
3: god, the guy that played that guy was the guy that was the boss in the Lucy show. Sorry. That's Mr. Awesome. Mooney, what's the Lucy show? The 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 show that she had after I Love Lucy.
0: Oh, um, I don't. I'm not familiar.
3: Yeah, Mr. Mooney. Mm-hmm. Huh. You're not. Anyway, I didn't Daniel. recognize him.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I like Brother Theodore because I remembered him from the old days of David Letterman. I don't know if you did, Pat. No, Which one's um, Brother
4: is, Theodore. He
0: played oh, the, the crazy uncle with the crazy hair. The
4: Germ- German
0: yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh,
2: yeah. Okay. He, he, was was a, awesome. he was a
0: Letterman regular. Yeah, he used to go on Letterman and just make bizarre pronouncements and okay he, he was kind of like his character in this movie yeah okay he looked he seems familiar to me but i just thought it was because i saw him in this movie i just liked his line readings basically
4: yeah. and i was like oh brother <laughs> yes, theodore oh he's he's hilarious and so is the guy <laughs> yeah. who plays the doctor he's fantastic
2: henry gibson,
0: henry gibson get, for who me. i
2: actually i was going to mention that i love everything he is ever in and but mostly i think of him as an illinois nazi
1: just
4: directed by john landis who yes. directed this movie, right? No, he directed no. stupid oh, stupid yeah. right. So that was the tie-ins that I was finding between these two movies was some of these weird, like similar uh casting and directing like threads to pick yeah. up. That was
3: interesting. Well, I thought it was kind of neat to see Carrie Fisher not on a in a Star Wars movie. There's it's it's so rare. Like yes. When Harry met Sally and Blues Brothers, but she could not we, have been
4: a more sedate, like uh, sort of plain character.
1: Yeah, agree. really
4: interesting.
3: And it's kind of interesting that she's much older than Tom Hanks and usually the wife in these kind of movies is much younger yes. than the main star. So that's yes. something that doesn't happen very often. I don't know if it, it happened a lot in the 80s and doesn't happen now or if it's just, mm-hmm. just the fact that Carrie Fisher is kind of awesome so she could get any role she
0: wanted. I think I don't so. Know. Could, I think
2: yeah. that might be it. Yeah. Although
0: she was basically window dressing. I mean, the, all the women were in this movie, which is, I guess, kind of a thing from the 80s as well.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, anything any of the women characters in this movie did that contributed to, like, the plot of the story. They and...
2: brokered the peace deal where... Yeah. Yeah,
0: they set <laughs> they, up the they incur-
2: Yeah, they made right. the brownies. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sexist there. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess you're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was I mean, the movie just kind of went nowhere like it tried to have that air of um of mystery, mystery. like you were saying. Yeah. yeah. Um but you didn't really care.
2: Yeah, didn't care.
4: I could not remember what like I feel like the 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 twisty, you know, oh they did it, no they didn't. Like that part of the ending, the way the story resolves. I don't I didn't remember uh how it ended from when I had seen it a lot earlier in my life. And then, uh, you know, I was, I was kind of sticking with it to figure out, Oh, okay. No, I guess they didn't do it. Oh, the, the eggs on their face. And then the, the trunk full of skulls that, you know, that was
2: amazing. Trunk full yeah. of skulls was the best <laughs> single ha- happening in the entire
4: movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's too bad that, that it was, there had to be like a weird, like, fight in the back of the ambulance that was really hokey before you got to that like yeah. cool reveal like because that was a genuinely funny and surprising thing to happen but the weird like fight that they have in the back of the ambulance that was unnecessary
0: well yeah, yeah and it didn't feel tense at all like you no. didn't really have any doubt about the it outcome.
4: Was so cartoonish yeah
0: yeah i i had
3: assumed that i had i saw this as a kid and hated it before I, I watched it. But after I started watching it, I realized I'd never seen it. And it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's still pretty bad. But I was confusing it with a, a movie called Volunteers, which I think also has Tom Hanks. Yeah. And that's really terrible. And I think just, that must be worse than this. So we, we're, we're lucky we watched this one instead of Volunteers. I've
4: never seen or heard of Volunteers until I started digging around uh, for the that's searching.
3: Yeah. It has, I think that's John Candy in there in the Peace Corps. But. Oh, wow.
2: Oh, so it's like a lesser stripes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> More peaceful
4: stripes. Oh, because it's not about war, actually. Okay. Weird. Well,
0: for another show.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> no, we're never watching. No. <laughs> Pat and I have just watched four pretty bad movies. Uh, no, the thing is that
3: the, the level bad, the, the last episode was things versus the room. And that was just mm. just otherworldly bad. These are just yeah. normally bad. So it's right. it's
4: it's weird. Right. These are yeah. these are strange, like two or three decades old, Holly just mainstream Hollywood movies.
0: Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> well, yeah, the Stupids uh, attempted to be a mainstream Hollywood movie, and. I mean, its budget, so I'm looking now. This is
4: Burbs is 18 million. Mm -hmm. Stupids was 25 million. That's that's
2: what I was about to say. Actually, like when I was watching The Stupids, which I feel like we should transition. (laughs) (laughs) When I was watching it, I was like, the costumes are awesome. (laughs) <laughs> the the wig you, costume. I the was all, gonna <laughs>
4: say the, the wig costumes.
2: <laughs> the costumes were they were just fun to me. I don't know they're colorful and crazy and everything. And then like some of the sets were really like look designed and everything. It didn't seem like a cheaply made movie to me.
0: No, no. So. and yet it only made back a tenth of its budget.
2: I know that's so crazy.
0: Right. Well. I, Okay, so
4: I was uh I I didn't remember a single thing about the stupid's uh <laughs> other than the marketing campaign, which I still think is really cool. The the look of the poster and the advertising and stuff, which I think is awesome. Uh but I didn't know that it was based on a popular children's book series or anything like that. Um, but after looking at it, I was like, "Oh, I do remember those books. That's those are really cool and they're like apparently really well regarded." Um but but all that twenty-five million dollars, like, was so. I feel like it could have been spent so much more wisely yeah, at, to get so much more out of that investment. I don't. I can't imagine they shot well, it in Captain Canada. Captain
3: Kangaroo doesn't come cheap. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Right
2: Apparently, that's true. David Cronenberg made a cameo. Made
4: a cameo. Yeah. Made yeah, a cameo.
2: Just, like there were so many cameos Christopher by Lee.
4: All these. I know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Christopher Lee was the best. That was my Man, favorite. I think my there favorite. There were so part of many
4: them. amazing, like little scenes and vignettes but then the whole thing is just so crappy as a <laughs> as a whole effort it's yeah it's so all over the place
2: it is And it was funny i thought it was funny too actually, i
4: was falling off my couch laughing
2: yeah and actually um rick and i were talking about how it's actually like if the simpsons were live action yeah. and not self-aware like it's yes. that kind of like like kind of stream of consciousness, like one thing kind of just randomly, yeah, leads to another thing and just follow. So that I think is part of what I responded to was just like, what is going to happen next?
4: I did not (laughs) think of that Simpsons analogy until I realized that one of the main screenwriters was a Simpsons writer. Oh, really? Yeah, which is fascinating. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're right that that does have that same kind of manic zaniness as, as the Simpsons.
0: Yeah, I don't think we even need to try to describe the plot to people because it's just preposterous all around. Um,
3: (laughs) They're stealing their trash. That's all you need to know. (laughs) And then I I still can't.
0: No, it gets super convoluted if you try to explain it. That's the entry point. Yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) The sender. Oh, my God. Character ends up being real. Okay, so. How about like the first time you see the animated dog or cat in the movie? <laughs> I fell <laughs> like, off yes. my chair laughing. I at literally that. like <laughs> almost passed out. I was like, "What is happening right now?" I think you had.
2: I think you had prepared me for the animated cat, so I wasn't that <laughs> surprised. I was just like excited about it. But the thing that I loved, num- the the first two like big gags were just the first thing he walks out the door and he has that to-do list. Yep. It's like cross out this oh, first God. thing on the to-do list is the first thing on the to-do list.
4: Like I started groaning, and then <laughs> by the time he gets to the end of the list, I'm like, this is awesome. Yes,
1: <laughs>
2: and then, great. I mean, there are a few gags in between, but then the second one that like left me in stitches on the floor was when he was going to chase... The garbage truck that drives away with the garbage and he goes into the garage and looks at a bike yep, and he's yep. like, two wheels, four <laughs> wheels. And then he looks at the rollerblades and he's like, eight wheels. And he takes the rollerblades and starts rolling after the garbage truck. It was amazing. Yeah,
4: that, that, I, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's... I, ugh, I, I can't believe you don't... I'm really surprised you didn't like it, John. No, no, I was the one who recommended it because I saw it when it first came out and liked it. Oh, well, I think
2: You like it less now? I think you
0: can't say it's a good movie. Oh, no, no,
3: no. Oh,
2: I
0: don't
3: know. But they they did exactly what they wanted to do, so they did a good job, so I don't know. I just feel
4: like my criticism of it, because I I think it's a, a hilarious viewing experience but it's only because of the context of like look at this weird movie how did this even come to exist like seeing it now out of the clear blue sky with no baggage attached to it is a very different thing than maybe seeing it when it first got released with a lot of promotion and and Tom Arnold like i i don't remember like the the cultural like attitude towards tom arnold but apparently at yeah, the time it was not good he was like reviled like people were yeah. like why is he in a starring in a movie he opened two movies that week that that this movie released like he in oh, another, another one. movie this yeah. opened the same fucking week like it's crazy
2: what was the other movie
4: um now i'm forgetting but uh it was a- another universally hated movie uh I, I'm not going to even bother looking it up. It yeah,
0: he, he was nominated for the Razzie that year for yeah. three separate movies, so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm looking at the list, and I've never heard of the other two. Carpool Carpool, Carpool. and Big Bully with Rick Moranis. I've never heard of well, of those, those, those don't know either Rick of them Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot of people couldn't understand why he got so famous, and they just said because he dated or is married to Roseanne Barr. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that's why, but. I thought well,
0: he did a good job in this. Oh, he's,
1: yeah. he's, he's Great,
3: super yeah. funny and talented and magnetic and,
4: and just kind of an insane person, like a really like odd human being that is just magnetic for that reason.
3: Yeah. And now he's an Oscar award-winning director. What? Pat's no. making shit up again.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was just going to keep my mouth shut there, but it must have been for... 2014 hit Dumbbells
4: <laughs> which Easy. I'm
2: now looking at the poster for real and it's a giant butt <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait 2014 has it even come out
2: yet uh, maybe not but you can look forward to that later okay. this year
0: get ready for that campaign oh, yeah, it also has
4: Jaleel White out.
2: oh yes yeah wow. it, it came out on January 10th so MJ oh, Moore. When, when
4: they release all the hottest movies <laughs>
2: Good Lord! It was What's a
3: limited that? release, so it's probably like one of those art films. Yeah, it sounds
0: arty.
2: Oh man, I have never seen a Tanner person than exists in this poster. <laughs> anyway,
0: well, can went do an episode about that one? Yeah. The uh, I thought the wig thing was one of the funniest scenes. Anyway. Oh my
2: God, I love I love wigs anyway, but that was outstanding.
0: The wife I, goes I really... to get a uh, get a disguise so. She goes to the wig store, and she not only has a wig on her head, she's wearing wigs all over her body as a coat.
3: She showed it that off to the kids. She's like, it's a costume. Yeah. It's a wig costume.
2: Yeah, and wigs aren't cheap, so that costume may have been $25 million.
3: I don't know how they make their money.
0: <laughs> I thought the uh, I thought the kids were even good in this. Yeah, I, they were I disagree
4: agree that was one of the weaker points for me like the, the kid actor the precocious kids I mean
0: I definitely Well, oh, they weren't was, precocious they were pretty stupid
4: they were stupid <laughs> but you could see their actor child ness you know what I mean like they were I could see ha- it more with the boy I think yeah I, agree. I, I I don't I the saving grace is that they were so over the top that it you kind of are able to not worry about like their child actor quality but um i I didn't think that they were the best part of the movie by far.
0: Well, I just give them props for not totally cracking up when they're walking through the house yeah. looking for their mom in the washing machine <laughs> and shit.
4: Yeah. I mean the, the 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 uh the restaurant scene where they're talking to the waiter, that was pretty funny. That they that was well played.
2: Oh my uh, god when uh later on when they get know. when they do the Christopher Lee part where he is the evil sender and then the um the delivery boy who delivers the menus and sticks them in your front door. And he like was overhearing the entire conversation that Christopher Lee was having. And he went back to the Chinese restaurant and they were filling the soy sauce packets (laughs) individually with a tiny funnel. Oh my God.
4: I
0: I vaguely remember that. That was really funny. It was very Simpsons-ish in that way. A lot of like just individual sight gags. gags, Yep. 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 Slapstick. Like I, Another, It was really dumb, but I also cracked up when uh, when the guy went up to Tom Arnold when he's washing himself at the uh, water and air machine <laughs> at oh the gas God. station <laughs> that... with the chloroform, and, yeah. and Tom Arnold sprays the air at the guy, <laughs> <laughs> and Rick it gets and sucked into his that. mouth. Yes.
3: <laughs> I remember reading the books as a kid and loving them, but I don't remember the plots at all now. Well but I, it, guess it's I don't affordable.
4: I don't remember any of them. I, I noticed that one of them was uh one of the covers that kept coming up was called uh something like The Stupids Die or The Stupids uh something something The Stupids Die. Yeah. And it was controversial. It was like a like librarians and and school uh, people or whatever, like they all were like, "This is not good. this is you can't do that. you have a kid's book where the the main the main characters die in the title. Did you see what the the plot of the stupid die is? Yeah, it, it, yeah, they they the lights go out and they think they're dead. Yeah. <laughs>
2: just like that cop who ate that weird brownie yes
4: yes (laughs) we're dead
2: (laughs) another nostradamus moment
4: (laughs) uh one of my favorite gags well the two most memorable gags for me in the movie were uh the one i texted you about laura manbush (laughs) which was like absolutely inspired like Mm. that scene is like standalone, like just as a skit or whatever. Fucking amazing.
3: It uh, was great when it in the original part where it aired, and it was even better when oh there's a man bush during the, the Christopher Lee scene. That was yeah.
2: That was my favorite when they're like, Good thing this Bush doesn't have ears. <laughs> 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 and then he did. And it was just a regular bush too, which was amazing.
4: And then uh and then when they go into the planetarium and they think they've died. Yes. Uh and then they, and they meet Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Praise be <laughs> to
4: you, O oh Lloyd, yeah. <laughs> or Lord.
2: And Lloyd That's was so it. great also. He, he had oh. this this kind demeanor. Yes. Yeah.
4: yeah. From the wire. A better god. Is he really? Yeah. I was going to say he's a better god than Morgan Freeman, if you ask me.
2: <laughs> I cracked up at
3: the drive bee.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Release the drive bee.
3: Well, how about the ridiculous scene where putting a picture in the... the the B drive in
0: the, in the computer blows up the entire off. <laughs> that, yeah. Not only that, but the picture ends up scanned into the yeah. newspaper. <laughs> right. That was kind
2: of. That was too much.
4: Confusingly, like, hokey for me but but i appreciate the over the topness i mean there was a lot of points like that in the movie even from the very beginning that felt kind of tim burtony like like this weird totally manic sensibility of like cartoon reality
0: yeah the like, house their house even looked very tim yeah. burtonish
4: and the way like i was kind of bugged at first by the fact that it felt like half the movie is like splicing in all this like 1950s Americana nostalgia. And then the other half of it is just normal, plain, like 1980s, whatever. Um, Like that felt like unresolved. Like I wanted it to be more fully realized, but uh, you know, whatever. It didn't matter. It was, it was totally over the top in every way.
2: Yeah. My least favorite part um, kind of subplot, or I guess it's all part of the same big plot was the whole army thing.
4: Yeah. I was
2: just not interested in anything that was happening in that. I, it
4: made me laugh. And I guess I, a, a big thing that gets written about is that character of the colonel or lieutenant or whatever is the same character from Oh, it's
2: Niedermeyer.
4: Yeah, from uh, Animal House.
2: Uh-huh.
4: But like who cares? Like it didn't <laughs> go anywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah. I just so.
1: liked
3: seeing him from since known from the sign from Seinfeld and Buffy. So it's it's just neat to see him in something else. Yeah, I mean it was, it, it was kind of funny. It just it felt like it was
4: going to be a more important thing in the movie, in the ultimate story, and it didn't really matter that much.
2: Yeah, it didn't matter. At, I felt like if they did away with that entirely, they'd still have pretty much the same movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, if they didn't have that warehouse scene at the end with the fight and everything, like, I don't know. That just wasn't as...
0: Yeah, they could have awesome. had more with the aliens, if you ask me. Oh, ah, yeah! We have <laughs> seconds.
2: About
4: them. I kind of really enjoyed how there were things that were that completely strange and outlandish <laughs> that just <laughs> show up for a couple of seconds and then go away. Like that, like the, the cat and the dog and the, the aliens. Kid, there was
0: no reason for the cat and the dog.
4: Well, the reason is that, and I realized after looking at the illustrated children's books, is that the family is, the mom and dad, the two kids, and the cat and the dog, that look exactly like those animated cat and dog that makes sense but but who, who, why did they need to do that it didn't it had no practical purpose yeah, it was it's, just insane
3: it's as, think, as, if, as if the stupids were this like worldwide hit and people were yeah. clamoring to see the cat and right. dog and that's just not true right well
2: for me i mean they were the only people that really saw the stupids for what they were.
3: Yeah, and I think that's like what everyone they are else, in
2: the, in the book. Yeah. Everyone else took them as like at like face value or <laughs> made them into something like bigger and grander than they really are, but the cat and the dog were just like, "Come yeah. on guys, you forgot the keys <laughs> to the car. Get it What's together."
3: The, the dog's name is Kitty. What's the yeah. I forget what the cat's Xylophone. name is. Xylophone. <laughs> Sil- <laughs> God, how do you
4: remember all this, Laura? I can't remember anything about that movie. No, I did a little,
2: in all fairness, I did a little read-up beforehand and, like, giggled to myself, but I did know that the dog was named Kitty, which kept making me laugh.
0: Yes,
4: it's hysterical.
2: Yeah, it's,
0: uh, I mean, it's free on YouTube, so why not watch, you can just watch the, it's in three parts, so you watch the first part, if you're not into it, you've only lost a half hour. I was, (laughs) I thought that I was uh,
4: kind of crazy for not wrecking, or not instantly in knowing which other movies the the wife uh, character was in, and she I looked looks
2: familiar. She was yeah, on and I,
0: Seinfeld. That's all I know her from. I looked
4: her up. And I think she might just she must have popped up enough times as a character actor, small parts here and there, to make me think she was in a lot more stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't think she was like as a star starring role.
0: Well, this obviously didn't help her get no any more starring <laughs> roles.
4: But she looks like a familiar kind of yeah you know, face.
2: Yeah, and I hate to say it, but she actually to me was the weak link. The weak acting experience. Like she was funny in the wig costume, but the wig costume was doing all of the acting. All the work.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She was very neutral. Like she was like clearly game for it, but didn't have an inherent, like super insane, funny quality that, you know, came through.
2: Yeah.
0: Ah, the
3: stupids. I want to know what happened and all these famous directors wanted to do cameos. There's Cronenberg, Robert Wise, Atom Gilian, or however you it. What? Yeah.
4: The thing that I was coming across, it, cause I was getting really interested in like the, the directors of these two movies and like what choices they were making and how this fit into their careers. And like <laughs> John Landis, it's funny because the burbs for Tom Hanks, not the director, but for Tom Hanks, this was like two movies before he like truly like locked in on like Premiere A list well received movies from there on out after League of Their Own. It was like, that's the takeoff spot. And that was like three movies after The Burbs. And for John Landis, this was like his, his, like way after his fall off. Uh, I think he did, um, what was the, uh, uh, after he did uh, uh, Blues Brothers and a couple of other ones, this was like. In his, like, tank zone. Like, he was, like, every movie he did after a certain point
0: just sucked. Yeah, like Rob Reiner kind of had yeah. the same kind of trajectory.
3: Yeah, I don't... Um, anyway. This was near the end. I mean, I'm looking at the list, and after this, he had Blues Brothers Blues 2000. Brothers 2000 yeah.
2: came yes. out as the next movie. Oh. Susan's
3: Plan and Hair, which I don't, I don't even know, know what that is. Are.
2: Yeah, but everything... Be- oh, Oscar did not do well. But everything else, right?
3: That was his fall off point. Like but,
2: it was
4: kind of like that. Everything else before that is like gold. Oscar yeah, the I, Stallone movie. Yeah.
2: yeah, I remember that watching that movie as a as a youth. And I think it, even then, knowing that it wasn't good. Whereas yeah. Joe versus the volcano, I was like, that was great, guys. To my parents <laughs> afterwards, <And> then, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I had um, no idea that John Lannis directed American Werewolf in London. Yeah. I guess he just decided to do, to do one horror and go back to comedy right away but wasn't it kind of like, like comedy horror different it was it okay kind of yeah. Movie? Yeah. i saw it when i was six and i thought it was the most terrifying thing no I've ever it's seen, so. to
2: me it's i mean rick always tries to say it's a horror comedy and i'm not buying it it's really no, scary to me i can't see any i guess it's because it's like a little different
4: i think it's different in that I, I haven't seen the whole thing i've seen most of it and i can't remember what all happens in it but i think that it's It stood out to me as kind of different in that there are long chunks of it where it's not like not expressly scary. scary and, and then it's horrifying in other parts. So it kind of – I wouldn't call it a horror comedy, but it's a little different.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, I, I was going to answer your question, Laura, about like why all these – Directors are cameoing in uh, in the the Stupids that John Landis directed, and I think it's because he had participated in a bunch of like collaborative things, like he produced and he worked on uh, the the Twilight Zone movie that was like a a, a, yeah. a multi director, which thing. was awesome. Yeah, and the and he you know he's friends with all these all these big directors, and somehow mm-hmm. <laughs> was able to call in some favors for The Stupids. Yeah, what
0: I mean, a weird movie to, to call in favors
4: for. Yeah.
3: And to uh, put this back together to this podcast, I'm looking at Twilight Zone, the movie, and another person directed one of those segments is Joe Dante, who did uh, The Burbs. Exactly, yes.
0: Hello. Super weird. So, we would recommend <laughs> The Stupids over The Burbs, for sure, right? It, sure. To, to
4: people who appreciate the humor of, of like The Simpsons or just totally... Goofball insanity. Yes, 100%.
2: Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I have my, my, one of my best friends from childhood is one of these like diehard Burbs fans. And it's not, it hasn't done too badly on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's almost at the 50% Uh mark. But to me, it just, it just felt, like I needed it to be more suspenseful, more spooky, more yeah. over the top, or something. And there just wasn't enough. Like there wasn't enough Corey Feldman partying. Right. There right. wasn't enough. Like right. there wasn't enough time. Like stuff in the movie. house. Yeah, it, it was too it's, safe.
4: It's like a very successful but safe, and it's it was, you know it's a PG. It wasn't a rated R comedy. It wasn't like you know pushing yeah. any boundaries for its time. So it just was a good solid money-making movie in the 80s that's about
2: it it's bland yeah. yeah yeah it was bland to me too
0: but the the stupids the weird thing to me about is about it being i didn't know it was a series of kids books before today either Neither. um mm-hmm. but it definitely wasn't marketed as a kids movie or made as a kids movie
3: yeah so it's
0: a weird tone yeah. change or total I, thing I think to it's go kind for.
3: of a kids it seems like a kids movie it's Did, certainly not. Anything like yeah. violent or sexual right. in it
4: you would have to imagine that a kid would find it more entertaining than an adult because they're just up for whatever like you know like they're they're willing to be entertained in a way that maybe an adult's not
3: it reminded me a lot of mr bean and i i guess mr yeah. bean is kind of for both adults and stupid adults like me and kids so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i think it just wasn't marketed as a kid's movie Okay, is, is what I'm saying, which is yeah. I mean, it could have worked as a kids' movie, right? Maybe, but yeah, that's that's not how they tried to sell it. I don't. Well so what, did you see
3: it in the theater, John?
0: No, I saw it on cable. Like probably mm. it probably went to cable like a month after it came out <laughs> in theaters. Um, so way back in the day, and I, I, I it's possible I was uh, super high, as well, <laughs> um, which is why I enjoy. But I still think it's it's definitely not deserving of that low a score on Rotten Tomatoes and that low a return on its. I don't care what
4: Rotten Tomatoes says. Like, I, I feel yeah. like it's a pretty decent like indicator of some things, but not everything. I,
3: yeah, I think this kind of movie, you're guaranteed not to get a good rating at, at Rotten Tomatoes. I imagine Cabin Boy has a low rating in, in Rotten Tomatoes, and everyone loves that.
4: Everybody who's smart.
2: Yeah, anybody who's anybody.
4: I can't remember uh, what The Stupids is rated. It doesn't seem to say on the Wikipedia page, but it has to be PG. Like, got to you know, be PG, yeah. There's- yeah.
0: There's no reason for it to be anything higher.
4: Right. So, I mean,
0: it's funny that you would specifically
4: feel like it's not a kid's movie in the way that maybe, like, Garfield or, like, some other, like, you know, uh, comic strippy cartoon book tie-in might be. Or certainly the way, like, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs or other successful children's books that are converted into a movie. But it is silly and cartoonish in every other way. So I don't know why it doesn't come across as a kids' movie. That's strange.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe the stuff with the arms dealers. Arms deal? And yeah. I don't, oh, that's true.
4: Yeah. It it does seem <laughs> strangely <laughs> adult oriented, even though but it's uh, completely in, insane.
2: Maybe it's also because all of the characters are adults, and yeah, like the well, the protagonists are. I mean, the the two kids, yes. But are, they don't but they're really. Not do really they're not really like the stars of the show, and everyone and else in the movie. They do is a write grown-up. the ransom
4: note. But they're not <laughs> interacting with other kids, I guess is the Yeah,
2: point. exactly. They're yeah. actually like like, you know they're not represented as like I'm
3: glad there wasn't other kids because the other kids would be all upping and see how stupid they were and I wouldn't oh, feel bad. You know the only other part that there were kids was <laughs> when, the, oh. when they were
2: painting that oh, yep. wall. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that was Landis's oh, son.
2: Yeah. yeah, I knew yeah. it was somebody's kid there is no way that that kid was an actor because he was just like some awkward. people are so rude or whatever his line was and it was just delivered so poorly
4: <laughs> I, I absolutely adored that part because it was so <laughs> awkward and strange yeah. and yeah. it was like a three tiered like total Simpsons type of joke that yeah. like first one thing happens and then it escalates and then it escalates again in a funny way
0: like, yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I I appreciated uh, Tom Arnold in this. I have to say, I, I know he was much hated, but like I said, I thought he did a really good job. I think even he, there was, he just had like a really good line reading of something like, what in the world? And it yeah. made me laugh. Yeah. Like Yeah, he's, he's got it. Like, it's he's hard got to pull off. Yeah,
2: and he has that kind of like, he was, he was really pulling off stupid. Like, he was able <laughs> to say a normal thing and then just have that, like, bright smile <laughs> happening at the same time. And it's just... The the part that's actually frozen on my screen right now is when he goes onto the talk show, which is, like... A, the whole talk <laughs> so show thing weird. is amazing. Where, like, they in, they ask all the men about their, like, what they're on the talk show for, and they're all, like... I divorced my wife so I could marry my daughter and stuff like that. And then you get to Tom Arnold at the end and he just starts singing this song for three minutes about how he's his own grandpa. And
4: (laughs) I thought that was something that was made up just out of thin air for this movie, but apparently it's not. Apparently it's like a thing that existed before this that was well known. I forget what it's from though. Now, um, that song about being D- your own grandpa? Demento, or something like oh, that. It's like a yeah, thing that people that makes recognized.
2: Sense. Yeah, that makes And it sense. was, I mean, it sounded yeah. familiar to me, but I didn't realize that it was. I mean, I <laughs> wonder if the setup is a new thing though, like the setup where it was just like you think that he's just going to be like, "What am I doing here?" or whatever. Yeah, like and then it's probably a
4: weird, like topical reference, like, "Oh, these trashy talk shows," so I'm going to come on and say and like sing uh... this completely banana song because he thinks that's what you do when you're on a trashy talk show like it doesn't it's so unhinged and it's just there's like no filter and uh, the decision making for the movie of like what's what's appropriate or what fits the rest of the parts like that's what i i kind of love and dislike about the the way the movie comes together
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's very disjointed and yeah like that's just out of left field like it makes no sense right to put that song there it was still funny yeah, Oh, I where laugh. was
3: the music coming from? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the same place uh, Sammy Davis Jr.'s music was coming from in Ocean's Eleven, Pat. <laughs> nah.
3: Tom Arnold's a weird, he's kind of an unlikable guy, if you see him on talk, so, talk shows or anything. But I often don't want to like his performances and stuff, but he's really kind of funny. It's too bad. But I remember in the 90s he had this show called The Jackie Thomas Show. Yeah, I think it lasted like five episodes, but it was such a funny show. It was really good, and I didn't want a, to like it. Was it a like a scripted show or was it a talk show? It was a scripted show. It okay, was. Okay. I, it was. I think he played a character who was a, a star of a sitcom. Okay. And he was Jackie Thomas, and he was like real um, egotistical, and it was uh-huh. really and it well written, but didn't last.
0: On talk shows, he he just has that manic, coked up yeah. energy that yeah that turns yeah. people off. I think he
4: doesn't have a filter. Like he just talks about everything. No matter what i I kind of think he's a i like you know I watch a lot of late night talk shows and I think he's a pretty good guest because he is at least interesting like he's he comes with a fully formed personality and a ton of energy, and yeah he's an insane person but i I always am kind of fascinated about what he's going to say, but I can see why that comes across as grading you know
0: yeah, yeah. it's it's just a i mean it's just a personal preference I feel yeah, the same yeah. way about mark Marin, like i can't listen to him anymore mm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. i'm tired of hearing him talk about mm-hmm. all his neuroses and i'm like well just yeah. fucking work on it dude
4: yeah <laughs> yeah no i know what you mean it's like yeah. you, you can't keep hearing the same uh, problems over and over again with the same amount of interest you know after a certain amount of time you're just gonna be like well uh, i don't know what to tell you guy
0: yeah we get it <laughs> that's you yeah
2: yeah. I remember also the thing that I always think about with Tom Arnold. Speaking of The Simpsons, is on one of the Treehouse of Horrors. It was kind of, It was in the late '90s, I think. So it was probably after this. Oh, on the space um, shuttle. On the space shuttle. So there's like it's like Y2K. So maybe it was '98 or '99. It was like a Y2K thing and like they all memory. they that's all cool. had to like get on this space shuttle to get off of earth <laughs> yeah. and then like bart and homer realize they're on like the b shuttle that's <laughs> going straight into the sun instead of the a shuttle <laughs> and and tom arnold is on it and then i just actually i looked up what he said because i couldn't remember it, it had something to do with <laughs> knots but he comes up and he's like Hey, yeah, ain't that a kick in the teeth? I mean, my shows weren't great, but I never tied people up and forced them to watch, and I could have, <laughs> because I'm a big guy, and I'm good with knots. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, yeah,
0: you've got to respect somebody who's at least self-aware, like Tom Arnold seems to be. Like, yeah. I think he, he knows is, his yeah. image, and yeah. mm-hmm. he's, like, cool with who he is, so... Yeah. Uh, and Tom Hanks, I don't think I've seen a Tom Hanks movie since uh, Forrest Gump. I think that probably turned me <laughs> off to all future Tom Hanks movies. Really? Yeah. Thing. I mean, I'm I didn't. Surprised like you didn't that. go
3: see Philadelphia too. Oh,
0: <laughs> that was a good one. It was really good. Uh, they, yeah. If they would have added the Electric Boogaloo to the title, I might have <laughs> seen it. <laughs> Philadelphia Two: The Electric Boogaloo. Oh God. But, yeah. No. It's instead it was. Uh, just Philadelphia too, cheesesteak. Whoa.
2: <laughs> Moving on, I saw it's, I saw Cloud Atlas accidentally. I think I came home and that's a
0: long movie to see accidentally. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, if something's on TV when you get home from work and you're tired, you're like, nah. Eh. <laughs> sure, I'll watch Cloud Atlas.
4: So and wait, John. I have no you, comment. <laughs> oh, I was okay. So Laura, no comment on Cloud Atlas at all. Nothing. No comment.
2: <laughs> no comment.
4: Wow. <laughs> i i have not seen it but i i don't plan to maybe if i you know uh bend over to tie my shoe and it accidentally is oh, on I'll
2: <laughs> <play>. <laughs> on your new shoe <laughs> shoe screen oh, then you
4: know in 10 years of course yeah um but john do you count uh the pixar movies as as tom hanks vehicles The no. yep i don't
0: think i've seen any of them really? although now that laura brings it up i did see cloud atlas so i'm a okay. filthy liar um I read the book. The book's really good. The books is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. The movie, um, I, I don't know. It's not as bad as everyone says, but it's not. You just read the book, Cloud Atlas. Yeah.
3: I I don't think the movie was as bad as they said, but no. If you, if you have a choice between reading the book and watching the movie, read the book accidentally. <laughs> no, it's interesting. I'm looking at his, his later
4: movies, and I kind of – I thought that I liked something that he's done recently other than the Pixar stuff. And I guess I haven't really. Uh Yeah I I, I, be, like I was interested him. in Saving Mr. Banks but I haven't seen it so I don't know.
3: I I just don't watch many of his movies although I hear I heard that uh Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close was good. I didn't say yeah. it. Oh
2: that's really? That's another that's another good book too. Oh, I like
3: Catch Me if You Can. That's kind of oh, recent yeah. if we're, if we're yeah. talking 17 years ago is recent. that before or after Forrest Gump though? Got to so, be after.
0: That's after.
4: Yeah, uh, I guess so. Yeah, wait. Because yes, that's
0: Leo. Is. Leo was on Growing Pains back then.
4: <laughs> Forrest Gump, really? That 94. I guess I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was later than that.
0: Wow. Um,
2: and John, I know that you love The Polar Express.
0: <laughs> I did not see it. I do love the animation. Uh, it's good for scaring children. <laughs> <laughs>
2: or,
4: anyone.
0: <laughs> or anyone with human eyes. Yeah, yeah, I think that animation is good to
3: create a race of children who only want to kill, kill, kill. <laughs>
4: I think it's the footnote that is the definition of, uh, animation that's too real. Like it's, it shows where the line in the sand is like, you can't
2: make it too real. I can't remember what it's called. The uncanny valley. The uncanny valley, that thing where it's like, once you get too close to real, it's really hard to get it looking real enough that it doesn't give you a stomach ache. The guy like Rick kept trying to like talk (laughs) me into loving, um, avatar. And wow. I just was like so yeah. stressed out about going to see it because of, <laughs> because of the digital people. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. The, I mean, the uncanny yeah. valley they use to explain why ventriloquist dummies are so creepy too and sure. so good <laughs> for use in horror. You know. That's right. They, yeah. Yeah. Is, is
3: that also why they're so funny? <laughs> no,
0: they're funny strictly from the, the uh, genius of the, uh, of the ventriloquists themselves. Uh, okay. Jeff Dunham. Shout out. The universal <laughs> law. Yeah. Um, yeah, catch me if
4: you can was good and then uh, I have a hard time not thinking, John, that you would like Road to Perdition. That's a good one.
0: Oh, I might. Oh, yeah, that was good. Based on a graphic novel, right? It yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. And
3: it's the guy who did American Beauty, Sam Sam Mendez or something. Is it? Oh, ah, yeah. I not know that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well we yeah, Pat, we've talked about our problems with American Beauty before, but but he is still a good director, I think.
4: It is it was such For a wonderful, like, sober and disturbing Quiet kind of movie. I liked it a lot.
0: Yep. All right. I'll 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 check it out. I just yeah. I uh. But back and to the
4: stupid. Charlie Charlie
0: Wilson's <laughs> War was good too. <laughs>
4: Charlie Wilson's War I liked a lot too. Yeah. Well,
2: his later career just wasn't stupid like his later career yeah
0: is he got all... less and less silly
2: no, he the... got less silly and he started off like in terrible drag on yes. like doing buddies. Buddies.
0: and bachelor party Come on. <laughs> yeah
2: which was crazy yeah and i've Smash, never seen bachelor like, party i want
0: more of that tom hanks i want less of the philadelphia two cheesesteak tom hanks
2: yeah, yeah. well Remember That's that Toy thing Store. recently there was like a meme going around where he was at a bar and a kid passed out drunk and then when the kid woke up he looked at his phone and Tom Hanks had been there and took a bunch of selfies <laughs> with himself next to the kid wasted <laughs> and awesome out. so Tom well, Hanks still Yeah, he's not must without humor. Awesome. Yeah. No, he's, he's
4: like totally like so like uh has no like self-seriousness in ter- in like his public persona anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. I I and that's what I want to see more of on screen. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I mean, he's, yeah, we're all Oaklanders. He was, he's Skyline alumni. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. He spoke mm-hmm. it at my girlfriend's sister's graduation. I know. Oh, cool.
4: Yeah. Yep. He's cool. Um,
0: I, I, I really wish you would have teabagged that kid and <laughs> taken some pictures of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess at that age, you don't really want your ball sack. Yeah. Uh, Going out to the public. Uh, well, does did everybody bring? Uh, <laughs> what age do you,
2: you want? That? Can you edit that part out? That oh. was just. <laughs> In fact, the entire podcast is just going to be a loop of the word boss Tom, ball sack.
0: <laughs> Tom Hanks ball ball sack. Yeah. Uh, did you guys bring recommendations? Damn it. What um, was that? Wait, of what? Anything pop culture related? Um, I uh i saw
4: the uh, monuments men last night um i guess i would not i would not endorse it for universally i would not say everyone go out and see it i enjoyed it with a lot of caveats and conditions i think it was just i wanted to like it so i did but um boy that's not a very strong recommendation is it
3: (laughs) yeah i'm i'm watching the ad ad campaign for that it seems so slight, I was really surprised to find out George Clooney was d- direct that because he usually does things that have uh, seem to have a m- bit more depth to it.:
4: Yeah, yeah, it seemed like a, a pretty indulgent, kind of like um uh, thinness, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't, I'm just saying, thinking of the first thing I saw recently. Well, to, do you want to
0: mention we, Pat and I can go and give you guys some time to think of something you right, actually you like if you want. Um, sure. Yeah. What do you got, Pat?
3: You go first. Cause I don't have one. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh,
0: all, all right. I will recommend, uh, population 1280, uh, book by Jim Thompson. I know we've talked about him before, Pat, but I don't think I've ever recommended. So he was, uh. I, he gets lumped in with the noir writers, and I guess it's kind of noir, but the, they're not really mysteries. It's just, like, uh, pictures of pure evil. But he he always tells it from the first-person point of view of the psychopath, but he humanizes the psychopath, so it's it's really disturbing reading. Well, he wrote, like, he wrote The Grifters, if you've seen that movie, you have mm. some kind of idea yeah. of the darkness in his work. That was pretty dark. Um, but Population Twelve Eighty or Pop Twelve Eighty uh, mm-hmm. is is probably the best and the funniest and the darkest of his stuff. So that's my recommendation for this week. Okay,
3: right. I will recommend uh, Comedians in Cars get, Getting Coffee. I had I'd watched a couple of them when it first came out, but I kind of forgot about it. And then they had that big ad for it during the Super Bowl, so mm-hmm. it just made me think of it. And I went back and watched a bunch of them, and it's really it's really interesting. It's they're they're usually funny, but it's yeah. it's also kind of neat to see how Seinfeld interacts with these a lot of these like old school stand up comedians that he grew up with. It's really like the David Letterman episode and the Jay Leno episode are especially enlightening because they were all came out together and just they hey. uh, the way it's edited. It they make it seem like and maybe it really is make they make it seem like they're really just hanging out and, and telling stories and yeah. it's a fun little show. It's it's worth
4: watching. I will say that I when I first saw that. Coming out like a couple of years ago now, uh, I I really wanted to hate it. I I just <laughs> wanted to just hate Seinfeld showing off his cool cars and being all <laughs> Seinfeldy. Yeah, but I um agreed. I I ended up seeing a couple episodes that I was just genuinely like they were interesting. Like regardless of the trappings, like they should just the the cars thing is so stupid. Like I don't care. Yeah, about I agree. That. But the, the... the conversations end up you know. Being interesting, and I'll watch that. But I, I, I've kind of forgotten about it, so that's good to remind. Everybody.
3: And it's fun that some of the guests make fun of the car, and, and <laughs> I don't care about the car, and it's, that yeah. makes it fun. And uh, and some yeah. of the, the 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 interviews are just like more touching than I expect. Like the Carl, yeah. Carl Reiner Mel Brooks episode is awesome. It's uh. just it, it starts with just Carl Reiner, and then Carl Reiner's like. I uh, mean, uh, Mel Brooks. We have dinner as we watch TV every night. You should come over yeah. and join us. I've and they film that. that, and it's just so much uh-huh. fun.
4: That's cool. Yeah. Well, so, uh,
2: that's mine. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I watched The Ninth Gate this week. <laughs> I've never seen it before. It's like a, mm. it's like a late '90s uh, Roman Polanski movie, and it kind of has. It stars Johnny Depp, and he is this kind of shifty expert uh, on a antique books and then he gets sent around europe looking for these old books that like satan himself wrote <laughs> and then he has Whoa. to like find and compare the differences between like it's like kind of like a lower grade da vinci code kind of thing like there's huh. kind of like weird I, I don't know i i I don't know if i'd recommend it to everyone but i really enjoyed it because it's quiet but and they didn't go over the top with the supernatural thing like right. i think most directors would get get a hold of this movie and they would be like well the finale needs to include like a giant cgi satan face in the sky right. and stuff like that and that's just like not the type of movie it is and so i kind of enjoy i enjoyed like the quiet evilness <laughs> of the whole thing.
3: Well if he were allowed to go to California he would have this giant CGI stuff, but since he can't get there. That, <laughs> uh...
2: that is a great point.
3: Uh,
4: I have I I, I want to recommend the book that I'm almost finished reading, but I feel like that will jinx it and I'll never finish it. So <laughs> uh, I'll wait till next time to recommend that. But um, I'm really excited that, about the new season of Archer, which is on right now. So I'll recommend wholeheartedly uh, to watch Archer. Uh, oh shoot. It, they've, <laughs> they've kind of rebranded it Archer Vice or something like that. It's really, <laughs> it's really funny, but um, yeah, check out Archer. It's amazing.
3: I still What's haven't. You're almost finished.
4: The book. Book I'm almost finished with is um The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay by Michael oh, yeah, Shabon or whatever read that. that is yeah. the best thing that's ever been written. It's so so good. I mean, yeah, it's great. It's great, but I'm not going to talk about it.
0: Okay. You've <laughs> never seen Archer? I have not uh-huh. and you know I love H. john Benjamin. I like uh Bob's I like him on Bob's Burgers. Um You have Netflix? Uh no. I've got oh, okay. Amazon Prime.
4: Okay. Well, um, I don't know if it's on that or it not. Might be on there. Yeah. Uh, you should definitely check it out
0: i think i watched the first episode and i thought it it seemed a little too uh seth mcfarland to me like it was all uh, like sex and shit jokes and stuff It's yeah, a, work, a lot of that but it's, it's a workplace
4: comedy funny. it's super blue like it's very uh dirty and uh um you know kind of crass but it's really smart and really really funny uh if you give it a chance and the the like i first i didn't i felt like the art Like the look of the art and animation style was a little bit off-putting. Like it seemed really plasticky and weird. I like the art for sure. That's the
2: best thing for me about it. It is so
4: like after an episode or two, I like got what they're doing, and it's probably the best art direction on any animated show. It's amazing. Okay, well, uh, I think yeah.
0: I think I watched that first episode and like they use the term "pussy popping" and "ball sack" and I was like, "I'm out." <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yet it has come into your subconscious, and yeah. here you are regurgitating those words.
3: Huh? <laughs> it's usually a sign of a low quality show.
2: Yeah, I am. Um, I I'm with you, John. I actually like Neil. I feel like we like a lot of the same yeah. things, and so when you talked about how much you loved it, I was right away like, "Oh, I'm gonna give this a go," and we watched. I watched like four or five episodes of it and then it just kind of petered off yeah. for me yeah I, but... I
4: yeah I I can certainly understand it is a very uh has a very strong you know flavor like it's and if that's not appealing then you're not going to like the rest of it.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, I, I will that's give a great it another cast. shot cuz I really yeah, mm-hmm. I really want to like it. I like the people involved in it. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: Now have you seen the the new show they have? I have not seen it. W- I, uh, with uh... Danny McBride, I think. Another cartoon on FX. Oh. oh, no. From the people who did Archer. I think he's in prison. Oh, nobody's seen it. Never mind. No, but I... that
4: have heard it, of it. I will look into it.
0: I'll have to wait until it's available on streaming, but... Is it
3: out now? Yeah. It, hmm. it just whenever Archer started, this started, so... Okay. okay.
0: Oh, has anybody seen Terriers? It was on FX for one season. It was supposed to be really good.
4: I remember that. but Was that with uh, that guy... Donald Logue or yes. whatever. His yeah. Name
0: is. <laughs> he was in everything at one point.
3: He
4: yeah, was in
0: everything yeah,
3: yeah. and then he disappeared. I, I think he might be missing.
4: He came out of nowhere and then he vanished again into the
1: ether.
2: <laughs> I'm Googling terriers and I'm getting a bunch of terriers. <laughs> and then news for terriers at long last, Westminster gives rat terriers a chance to show.
3: <laughs> you should have giggled it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you doing with Google? Google
2: would have known just what I wanted.
3: <laughs> Google's so two thousand. So
4: the the Danny McBride FX show is called Chosen, I guess, with a Z.
2: Oh, oh, that's right. And it has a it has like Method Man, and it has um, Bobby Moynihan. Is that yes. or is that that's it? Is that know the know same one? Oh, okay, well,
3: that
4: sounds yeah. good. I would check that out. Well, maybe on a new uh, future episode,
0: we'll we'll have to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll compare it to Scooby Doo. Okay. Uh, I was <laughs> Chosen versus Welcome Back, Cotter. Either one. They're they're all cartoons. Uh, well, then I guess I guess we're good for this episode. Yeah. Anybody Anybody cool. uh, got anything? Uh, don't watch the Burbs.
4: Unless you really want to watch a mediocre '80s comedy.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean. Which I I often do. Yeah, want to watch. It might that, be just. So. But if
3: you're gonna watch a mediocre '80s comedy, there's better mediocre '80s comedies <laughs> to watch. Absolutely. There are, yeah. and
2: a lot I mean. of. Those don't watch are... Uncle Buck. Yeah. Uh, yes. A lot
3: of
0: those are streaming too, which this one is not. You actually have to get it like from right. Netflix to watch it. So I don't yeah. know that it's worth that effort.
3: And it's not on YouTube. I guess it's illegal that the stupid is on YouTube. I don't know. But I think
4: Claire. it's cuz no one cares who's watching. <laughs> that movie.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, I was bummed because after I watched The Stupid's on, I hadn't really ever watched a full-length movie on YouTube before, and then after The Stupid's I was like this whole world is open yeah. and I was like <laughs> g- like looking on YouTube like full-length movie yeah. and I found Willow and then we watched like we fell into this trap where it took us 4 hours to watch Willow because <laughs> like the first 6 parts were on YouTube but then it stopped after that like <laughs> The, the people got it and like took it down and then we had to like look at all these illegal sites for like the end of willow it it just took up my entire day so
0: <laughs> well, that, that's a good or thing believe. it's a three-day weekend yeah <laughs> no, i'm kidding
2: exactly.
0: I think we project.
3: watched uh, the Michael Morris movie on on YouTube. We did the, the uh, uh, Rod Serling Christmas yeah. Carol. Yeah, that's the first long thing <laughs> oh,
4: I
1: man. saw on YouTube. I,
4: I when oh you guys God. were talking about that, I was really interested to watch it, especially because you can watch it for free online. And then I feel like the whole tumult of the holidays uh, erased it from my memory. But maybe I'll I'll pick that one back up.
0: No, oh, you yeah. should watch it. I think it's it's cool to watch, and it's you know for yeah. free for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, guys. This was fun. Uh, yeah,
3: thanks a lot. This was a lot of fun. You bet.
0: I'm glad we finally got you guys back, and then uh, we'll, we'll have to do it again. Well, we are, are. going to be doing our, our uh, Dolly Parton Christmas special at some point soon. So Ah, yes. We'll, we'll have Broke everybody trip. in for that.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that will be amazing. And then um, I know, John, that I wanted to do something musical with you. So. Yes,
0: we, we will definitely do that. It's, you're going to love that one, Pat.
2: Yeah, we, we Wait, decided so- we're going to torture you with Hardcore.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant we were watching two musicals. <laughs> I oh. thought you
3: guys were going to perform a song.
2: <laughs> Good. It we're performing be. a song from uh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Do you remember, did you ever
0: see the TV show, Seven Brides for no, Seven
2: Brothers? No, I didn't.
0: It was on at like, I don't know, 2 a.m. when I was in high school every <laughs> night, and I, I just had insomnia then so i would stay up and watch it It was the cheesiest thing and yet i loved it uh so oh my
2: god the movie was is amazing musical? actually that that's my real recommendation if everybody if anybody hasn't seen seven brides for seven brothers it is spectacular it what makes is that no sense and the opening <laughs> song is a, a lumberjack walking through the boomtown singing about how he needs an ugly wife that can chop wood it's so <laughs> so, so far so
0: good so, so it resonates good. with everybody
2: <laughs> yeah but basically um basically what happens neil is so it's that a film it's a movie it's a it's a musical oh okay, and okay. it's like a big production it might be okay. rogers and hammerstein musical where seven uh-huh. brothers like live off in the woods and they're like terrible rough around the edges loggers and then okay. the, the first guy comes into town and gets a, steals a wife kidnaps sure, her sure, sure. and brings yeah. her back and then um Then all the other – then she was like, we need more wives. Like, I cannot take care of all of you idiots. And so uh they –
4: the poster that I found on uh, on Giggle, uh is a picture of a of a strapping looking gay man th- yes. with a woman thrown <laughs> over his shoulder who is smiling and waving at the yes the viewer.
2: I know, like kidnapping has never been so quaint and amusing. It's yeah. terrifying. Like if you actually distill the subject matter, it is awful.
0: Were it but not a musical, it would be a horror.
2: Yes, movie. exactly. In fact, we should do one of those like recuts yeah. of it. The <laughs> There's with like a new three- score.
3: Three different posters with the gay guy holding a woman. Okay, <laughs> that's just, that's so, the only image they have. The yeah. best
2: scene besides the opening scene is that when the town's folk guys who are really like dandies – they all get wind that all of their best women are being kidnapped and taken into the woods. They need to have, like, a log off with this sounds the like logger guys, and movie. it is so homoerotic. It is amazing. <laughs> like, log-off. everybody's dressed in these, like, amazing, like, bright colors. Like, each guy has a different primary <laughs> color, and then they're, like, dancing on logs and straddling logs <laughs> together, like, to see who can, like, be the best dancer. Wowza. Yeah, it's awesome. So while well, I'm hi. looking
3: at the TV show, and the, the star of the TV show was MacGyver. Oh no yeah. shit! What? Yeah. Richard what? Dean
0: Anderson. What
3: year? Adam what McFad year was the
0: TV show? Or what 82 years? Eighty-two to eighty-three. Oh wow! I would have thought sixties from when I watched it, but okay. Was it a musical, or was it just a show? <laughs> no, it was just a straight show. <laughs> okay.
2: I'm looking at the Are posters now. Are you sure that? it
0: was straight? <laughs> well, it was not. It was a non-musical show. I see. And Peter yeah. Horton was also in it.
2: This guy might be straight, but his mustache sure isn't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And River Phoenix. This is a great cast. What the fuck are you looking at, dude? Is that true? Yeah, River Phoenix. Oh, I wonder if there was an earlier one that I saw. That's weird. But I guess I wouldn't have even known who River Phoenix was at that point.
3: No, he was just a kid.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's him. Nice. All right. Well, we've got
0: some uh, good recommendations for people. <laughs> I bet Seven Brides for Seven Brothers on YouTube. So Everybody
3: out there listening, like us on Facebook. Uh, tell your friends to listen. And write us at popculturecontinue at gmail.com if you want to talk to us.
0: And thanks again to our guests. And we'll do it again soon. And next week, Pat, I think we are doing uh, Nick Drake versus Bell and Sebastian. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Wow. So that will be next week. So It will be very emotional. Yeah, it'll be some real propulsive music for you guys. Yeah. So do you, have, uh,
2: do you have a guest?
0: No. no Would guests. you like to come on?
2: Um, <laughs> All right. Fuck I, you, like, Laura. I'm like, gonna, no. no, I just don't have a strong opinion about either of those things. Oh, I thought you
0: were trying to get yourself on. That's the reason I asked. <laughs> no, I'm like, yeah.
2: um, yeah. <laughs> no. All I, right. I'm going to save it for something zanier.
0: Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a hardcore one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then until next time. Goodbye everybody.
4: Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Say